What is up, Big Blue Nation, and welcome to the Blue Crew Boys Podcast. This is episode five, and my name is Spencer Jago. And my name is Alec Heiss. And we're really excited to have you all again for another episode just covering anything and everything Kentucky athletics. We have a big week for you all. Obviously, a lot of big sports, a lot of big games coming up, and games that have already happened that we're going to recap. Yep. And just before we get started, we're, we're just going to let you all know that we have a big interview for you all this week with... This guy named Porter Ramsey, he is the vice president of the club rugby team, and he's going to come on at the second part of this episode, but because of that, we're going to ixnay all of our segments, because we just want to save a lot of time for that. Yep. It's a really good interview. We learned a lot about rugby. We learned a lot about Porter. He's a really cool guy, and we're just really excited for you all to hear it as well, because it was a great interview, and our yeah. first one. Yeah, Porter. Porter's a really interesting guy. I'm not going to give you any, any information now, uh, but... Just say and listen because he just just an interesting person. He's done a lot of things. He's, He's set been the bar very successful. He set the bar really high for future interviews. And like I said, we're just really excited about you all getting to hear that. So before we jump into the sport or before we jump into a recap of last week's games and what's coming up, we want to discuss our last event, which was the hockey game against oh, yeah. Dayton. Hockey game. Real intense, real great game. A lot of fun. A lot of people there. Sadly. Yeah, heartbreaker. We lost in overtime, 4-3, after we almost scored literally seven seconds into overtime. Yeah. <laughs> and they came down. And uh, it, was, it was hard. But the game was a lot of fun. Here's a spin zone for you. The U.K. hockey team, has that's their first loss in overtime this year. So they want us to see history. As the greatest hockey team ever, ever they wanted to say, hey, we're going to give you something that will not be seen for the rest of the year, and that's a loss. I, I don't. They didn't want to do that? I was going to say, I don't think they wanted to do that. <laughs> I'm just trying to spin it. Either way, team, they're, they're a really good team, obviously. like They played really well. But we got to give Dayton a little bit of credit. Oh, They're Dayton, a great team. Dayton played well. like They played very well. On defense, yeah. they were all over the place. The goalie, there are a lot of goals scored on each side, but the goalie played pretty well. Honestly, in pregame, I was not expecting much. Oh, dude, he was like the size of a toddler. Yeah. At least was, we thought. He was little. But like number eight. He stopped everything. Yeah, they were really good. Um, but obviously a, a tough loss for the UK hockey team. But thankfully, they rebounded. Yeah. This past week, they played UNC twice on Friday and Saturday. On Friday, they won 5-1. to one. So just once again, killing. Just killing a team. Not like the 12-2 that we're used to, but still 5-1. That's a, that's a backbreaker for anybody. Yep. And then they came out on Saturday and won a close one. They won 2-1. They just wanted to prove that, hey, we don't just blow teams out, too. We're, we're able to win the close game. Yeah. We don't get rattled easily. Yeah. And they're solid team, solid season, rebounding well. Anytime they lose, they, they play way better after that. So oh, yeah. I think they're just – that loss inspired them to play well. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, the rest of the season is looking good. Alec, would you like to let our listeners know about some huge news that happened this week? Guys. Buckle in. This this is huge. The girls' soccer team won. We did it. The, the streak is over. We Last did it. Last game of the season, senior night against Georgia, we won. 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. What? Well, <laughs> Uh, what else, like, I don't even know what we should talk about. Because that the rest of this podcast, 
after this win is obsolete because this is what we've been hoping for, what we've wanted for what five weeks now. Yes, six. Literally like since that? the podcast started. Oh man, we've been as we've been rooting as, for these girls all season, and they they did it. As soon as we saw the final score, me and Alec texted each other. In just all caps. We were so excited. Oh, it was awesome. Obviously, this season has been a grind. Huge grind. But they put it together. Last game of the year, senior night, they let the seniors go out on top, which is exactly what you want. Obviously, it's been, like we've mentioned, a tough year. But to finish it out with a W is just so much momentum to carry into next year. Definitely. So the game, the first half of that game, from my understanding, was – little back and forth defensive battle it was it was zero zero to uh, in the half, but in the forty sixth minute, so literally one minute into the second half, Hikari Yamada scored one oh we're up oh okay we're here now <laughs> it's a big big game here fifteen minutes later though, Georgia responded, tied up the game it's like okay, okay we got a battle now okay we got we've seen this we got we've about, seen this before we got roughly thirty minutes to win this game. And what what happened? Seventeen minutes later, our girl Miranda Jimenez scored in the seventy eighth minute. And you know what we did? We didn't look back. We didn't look back once. We finished that game like we said. We won two one, and we're just really happy for these girls. We've yeah. been we've been pushing for them all year, and we've been supporting them all year through a tough season, and we're just really excited for them. And then. You have some other news about the women's soccer team. So we've been talking about their freshmen and how young they are. Well, a bright spot. Mm -hmm. Another one is Abby Steiner was named to the SEC all-freshman team. Yep. So not only do we have a lot of young talent that's just playing a lot this year, it's... Really good young talent. Yeah, they're good young talent. It's just, you know, experienced teams pull out Ws, and Mm -hmm. we just didn't have that experience. So we'll have it next year, though, for sure. We'll have... A multitude of juniors and sophomores ready to play, and that's awesome. So can't wait. Yeah, can't wait for next year. That team's that team should be really good. And then to stay at the bell on the on the soccer pitch, men's soccer, huge game, huge game. November second, men's soccer taking on Old Dominion for wait for it, the Conference USA Championship. That's the Conference USA game. Championship. Big game. We are ranked number three in the nation. We have had an unbelievable year. We, Like we mentioned a couple weeks ago, we fell at Florida International down in Miami. And that was a tough one. But ever since then, we've responded. I believe we're on a five-game win streak going into this game. We're real, real, real excited for this. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The bell is going to be rocking. It's going to be cold. But it's going to be, I mean... Just a a quick walk from Commonwealth. There's going to be on a football field, just a huge game for conference championship aspirations. Yeah, it's a big game. Just the night before, like literally this weekend is huge for Kentucky football and football conference championship aspirations. Oh, yeah. And we're ready for it. Oh, pumped. You know, the women's soccer team beating Georgia in their last game of the year is a little foreshadowing. I oh, think. yeah. It's a little foreshadowing. We'll get to that. Men's soccer taking home that conference championship. We can't wait. Like, we're, we're excited. The fans have been all in all year on this soccer team. 
and I know for a fact that the Bell is going to be packed and rocking on Friday night, and we're really excited for it. It's going to be huge, and we can't wait for our next episode to report that we have won the Conference USA Championship. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. We're calling our shot right now. Right now. Right here, right now. So moving on, we're going to volleyball. And ladies and gentlemen, fans of Blue Crew, or my mom out there, <laughs> shout out Molly, this volleyball team cannot lose. They're so good. It's not in their vocabulary. They don't even know what it is. They, not, not since the first three games of the season, and I think one random one somewhere in the schedule. Against Texas in like yeah. September. Yeah. Who even is Texas? Texas isn't back. Nope, Texas is not back. UK will always be here, though, volleyball-wise. Oh, yeah. We've been here for the last, what, five years? We're staying. We're staying. We're not leaving. We're on a 13-game win streak? 13-game win streak. <sighs> Gosh. How much further can we get? Can we get it to 20? Might have to go into conference conference uh, like tournament play and everything, but we can get it to 20-plus. 20, that would be incredible. But I, th- I firmly believe it can happen. Oh, I do too. I have the utmost confidence. I mean, every sport has given us a reason to be confident this year. Yep. Volleyball probably number one at that. They have been on a tear yeah. since the first weekend of the season. Definitely. And they've got girls putting up record numbers and all kinds of stuff. They're, they're incredible. And they've got, they've got a Florida game tonight. It's the Halloween game. Uh, I know this is coming out after that. But hopefully we get to report that the streak is at 14, or if you follow them on Twitter or any UK Athletics page, that they will show you that the streak is at 14 Mm -hmm. uh, by the time you hear this. And so the next thing we got is a Blue Crew event, and it's on November 9th against Mississippi State for the volleyball team. And that could be for the 16th straight win, I believe. Yeah, I think looking at the schedule, that could be the 16th straight win. Mm -hmm. So you want to be there. You do want to be there. You want to be there early. Because it, it could be a packed crowd. It definitely could, especially since it's conference. Oh, yeah. So, definitely want to be there. Next, we have basketball. Obviously, season coming up right around the corner. They had their first exhibition last week, I believe, against Transylvania. Yep, last Friday. Won by 30, something like that. Obviously. Put up a 90-piece. Just beating up our... our Rival from down the road. I realized, I saw this interesting stat. We evened up the series against Transylvania with that win. Evened it up? Really? Way early on, Transylvania was a powerhouse, apparently. And it's now like 7-7. Hmm. That's interesting. It is pretty interesting. That's a weird stat. I saw that the other day on Twitter, and I was like, (laughs) that's pretty crazy. Who would have thought that the Transylvania, I don't even think they're the pioneers anymore. I think they're the the bats. bats. Remember, because they took the bat walk. The bat walk. You're right. They walked all the way to Rupp, which is only down the street. But that's crazy. They walked all the way there. It was like raining. That sounds terrible. They all had smiles on their faces. I don't know what they thought they were walking into, but it was not not something to smile about. They walked right into Rupp Arena and into the future, hopefully, national championship. Oh, yeah. This team. team looks really good. So this Tuesday, huge game huge. against the Duke... Blue Devils. We hate them. Everyone knows we hate them. There's nothing to like about them. And we're going to go into Indianapolis, Bankers Life Fieldhouse, and we're going to shut down Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett, and we're going to start the season off 1-0, and we're going to let everyone know that ranked us number two behind Kansas, that they made 
a horrible, they have a horrible lapse in judgment, and that it should be a unanimous number one overall ranking for the Kentucky Wildcats. We're just ready for it. But we'll get we'll get to that next week. Yeah, there's we'll, a, you know we're ready. To we go. got a lot of things that we we're we're excited about, and that's huge because we have a lot of big games coming up. We already mentioned men's soccer. We got football game, which we'll cover in a minute. Duke is could very easily be like third on everyone's radar right now. Right. Yeah. Which is definitely. Crazy going into November. Yeah, men's basketball might take a backseat to a couple sports purely because of just how well all of our sports are doing this year. And I guarantee you, Coach Cal loves that. Yeah. Coach Cal has been all in on the Mark Stoops train, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's awesome to see or coaches from different sports cheering on, like watching. I don't know if you saw the video of Nick Mangione oh, cheering on awesome. the With football game. Dude, that was amazing. I love watching other coaches support each other mm-hmm. uh, in various sports. It's awesome. So moving right along, we've got women's basketball. Their first exhibition game is this Friday against Lincoln Memorial. Their season starts next Wednesday against Alabama State University. Who? Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> Just like That's the team you randomly see on Saturdays that's playing like an SEC school, and you're like, oh, wow, Georgia's beating Bama. And then you're like, oh, wait, that's Alabama State. Mm-hmm. It's like 56-3 to three or something. You know, it's just complete nonsense. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, just ready for that season to start. Macy Morris is ready to lead the squad uh, and turn around from last season. They're ready to just build upon what they did last year, hopefully improve. And, you know, she obviously is one of the best players in the SEC. Mm-hmm. So she's just ready to get back on the court. It's been awesome to see some of them on Instagram and stuff just taking yeah. tours and doing interviews and stuff. They look really confident. They look really, like, they're really looking forward to this year. So, Oh, yeah, we're very, very, very excited about the women's basketball team. And now, on to football. Since you last listened to us, we have beaten Vanderbilt in a very ugly game, 14-7. And then we beat Missouri, 15-14. But, hey, a win's a win. A win is a win. And you know what? The college football playoff committee agrees because they ranked us ninth. Our first time ever being in the college football playoff ranking, we are ranked ninth. We are ahead of Ohio State. Yep. I will not call them the Ohio State University because they're below us. They're Ohio State. Yep, they're just Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And obviously been a dream season. It's been a season that Kentucky fans have waited for for a very long time. And we got Georgia coming up this Saturday for a shot. Not even a shot. Like, it puts us, we win the East. If yeah. we beat them, we win the East. A guaranteed win of the East. I mean, I, I saw this picture the other day. I forgot about it. But at the beginning <laughs> of the year, Mark Stoops put up a poster in the football facilities. And it was the college football playoff like bracket. And he had Kentucky there. And everything else was blank. And I remember people laughing at him. But dude, he called a shot. And it's, it's paid off. And I saw something the other day. If we beat Georgia and Bama beats LSU... We could be fifth. A lot of things have to happen, obviously. But we, next week, we could very easily be in the top six. And that puts us right there. To go to the playoff, we would obviously have Bama or LSU to play in the SC Championship, which is not easy. Not it, and not at all. Neither but literally anything is possible. Going into Catlanta, people forget about that. Got to go to Catlanta. It's not Tidelanta. It's not Tigerlanta. It's Catlanta. It's true. It's very true. A lot can happen. A lot can happen. And another cool thing about the football team, 
We got a guy on the Heisman watch list, and it's not Benny Snell. <clears throat> oh, shocking. It's Josh Allen, defense player. He's not top five. He's def- he's top ten, I think, sitting at ninth. Tenth. Wait, he's tenth. tenth. He's at ten. He's tenth. He's at ten. On ESPN's watch list. But he's the only defensive not, player on no, there. The only defensive player, and that does not diminish him being tenth. He probably won't win it, and that's not a knock on him. That is just the way the Heisman goes. Yeah, there it's hasn't about, been. It's all about offense. There hasn't been a defensive Heisman since I think 1998. Whenever was it Desmond? No, it was Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. That's what he it was. beat yeah. Peyton. Yeah, and he was he was on offense too. He played wide receiver. Oh, you're right. So yep. it's there. I don't think there's ever been like a fully defensive play, like a, a sole defensive player unless it was like way, way back. Yeah. So that's uh, huge. I mean, so that solidifies him as the best defender in the nation. It has oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best, best pass rusher in the nation if he's on the Heisman watch list. Oh, yeah. So Before yeah. before we move on real quick with football, I just have one last thing to say. I thought about it, and I think I know why we had ugly games against Missouri and Vandy. Why? It's because we knew we could beat them, and we didn't want to give Georgia any film to look at to prepare for us. Oh, yeah. It's my spin zone. Yeah. That's definitely what it was. I mean, we went down to the last five minutes of the Missouri game, down two, two possessions, and we won. Well, we just knew we could. We just said, hey, you know what? We don't want Georgia to look at any tape of what we can do. So we just, come, what... in, so we just come in and surprise them? Or they can come to us and we can surprise them. That's, that's, that's my a, spin zone hey, for the last two a, weeks. If that is even remotely true, that's one of the boldest things I've ever seen in sports. Well... That's it for the rundown. I hope you all enjoyed it. Hope you all enjoyed it. We had to go pretty quickly, but we got an amazing interview coming up. Porter Ramsey. Talking to us about rugby, talking to us about his life. Like Alex said, super interesting dude. One thing I will say, just to give you a little hint of what's coming up. He was a professional at 13. At 13 years old. Just buckle in. Just buckle in. Get ready. And just a quick primer before that, we recorded this several days ago, so there's some information that has been brought up. Like, I believe we talked about the women's soccer team, and this was before we beat Georgia. Yeah. So just letting you all know, there might be some things that are slightly dated, but that's okay. It doesn't diminish from just learning about Porter and the interview in and of itself. So like Alex said, we have a great one for you. Buckle in, and here's Porter Ramsey. All right, and here is our interview with Porter Ramsey. Porter, nice to have you. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to have you on. We're excited to talk a little bit about UK rugby. Oh, yeah. So tell us a little about yourself, Porter. So uh, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I started playing rugby when I was 14, picked it up in my high school. Um, I actually quit football to come play rugby. Really? Uh, Turns out my team was one of the top five teams in the nation. And uh, oh, wow. we went on to win two state championships and be in states all four years. So uh, that's also awesome. lost two years, but you know, dang, that's yeah, that's, yeah, that's and awesome. And then my senior year, we actually got the opportunity to go internationally to Portugal. Um, we represented the United States, like we were the team from US in a sixty-team international tournament. We got to play like teams from South Africa, France, England, Portugal. Like, yeah. like dang, that's we are sick. we are that's sitting nice. down with. Rugby royalty. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe this. Holy cow. So I got to ask, how did the football team do after you left? 
Um, well, my football team went on to win two state championships, okay. too. So okay. my high school was you know, <laughs> one of those like, really top-level athletes. Uh, you guys were filled with like just freak athletes. Man. <laughs> exactly. The kids that were starting over me were all like, starting Michigan State and like OSU and stuff. And I was like, all right, I'll go play rugby. Oh, um, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So like, you, you, so like that might be a reason, but was rugby just something that like kind of interested you anyways, or is it just uh, like... Yeah, I kind of got tired of football, um, and on the sidelines, I was talking to one of the kids like on the team, he was from Portugal, and he played rugby, and so he got me to play rugby, and then I told my dad about it, and he's like, yeah, I played for the USA Eagles, and like he played on international teams, I was like, oh, all right, I'm supposed to be playing this. Dang. Oh, wow. So, like, it, yeah, it's, like, deep in your blood. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I can't believe you're, like, I had a high school team for it because we were talking before the interview, obviously, and we were just saying, like, rugby is something that I've never been exposed to. No, I've, I've watched it on TV a couple times. That was when New Zealand was playing. Yeah. And that's because, I mean, that's the only team that I know is really Yeah, good. that's actually the best team in the world. They hold the most winning percentage of any professional team ever of any sport. Ever. They have like a 96% win rate. That's insane. Dang. They're so good. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts. I love yeah. it. I mean, I love to watch on TV. I just literally have zero idea about what's going on. Yeah. Which is. So I guess our second question is explain it for our listeners. So. What, like about rugby. Yeah. So rugby is kind of like soccer and football mixed together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's continuous like soccer. So we play for a whole 80 minute game. But there aren't downs. Like, it's continuous. Once I hit the ground and I get tackled, I have to get the ball back to my teammates, and we just keep playing. So, even through injury. So, if, like, a teammate goes down, and they're down on the ground, and the ball hasn't stopped, like, if the ball hasn't gone out of bounds or anything, like, the medics will come on and take care of them, but we keep playing. Really? Um, Wow. But we also, it's kind of like football in the fact that we play with an oval ball, um, and we hit like football, but we have no pads. The only thing you're allowed to wear is a mouth guard. And you, some guys have, like, really thin padding, like a, it's a scrum cap that goes in your head. But that's mainly to keep guys' ears from getting ripped off. Ripped <laughs> off? <laughs> it's not what I was expecting at the end of it. Yeah, I was not saying that either. <laughs> Does that happen a lot? Um, not often, because, like, they prevent it. So a lot of guys will either tape their ears up or they'll wear the scrum cap. Yeah. Um, oh, but that's mainly from, like, scrums. So if, you get, so if anyone ever watches rugby, when they get down, like, there's eight guys. Yeah, eight guys, guys they, they, like, drop the ball in the middle, right? Yeah, so, like, they, like, they're basically, like, interlock heads, and they go shoulder to shoulder. And actually, in a professional scrum, there's three metric tons of pressure on those front three guys. There's what? so much pressure. World. Because it's eight dudes driving against each other. Um, and the, there's two dudes in the middle, and they literally will put their heads in between two guys' legs, uh-huh. and they're driving. So if you have any friction, that'll rip your ear off. You know, your heads are in between two guys' legs. That are, it's you, you basically can't even breathe at that point. But dang, yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> um, gosh, this is intense. <laughs> Want to tell us about some of your injuries? <laughs> uh, some of my injuries. I have separated my AC joint uh, in my shoulder. I had to have. Kind of reconstructed ankle surgery uh, last Christmas. Oh. Um, I, like, tore a ligament down the side and then played on that for nine months and then ended up having surgery because I wasn't going to miss all the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, see, I've been unconscious. I don't remember that whole day. Been knocked out unconscious. Um, Gosh. <laughs> and I've had, just in college, um, eight black eyes. Like, like, on both sides. Dang. That's nuts. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I always knew rugby was rough. <laughs> but like, get your ear. <laughs> I can't honestly can't get over the ear thing. No, that, my mind like, is stuck right there right now. <laughs> just I, the idea it, that my ear could be ripped off. I'm just like, 
like it probably doesn't happen very often. No, but there, that has to yeah. be like a very extreme circumstance. But still, just the fact that it can happen. Yeah, it's crazy. Is nuts. There's a number. Yeah, I've I've split my head open. I got like an elbow to the the forehead and caught. Oh, I think I see the scar yeah, like right by your. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up stitching that up and then went and played the game the next day. And that was when we went, went and won our ICC championship. Nice. Dude, people Dang. talk about hockey players. Yeah, bro, I was just about to say, I was like, hockey, I thought they were tough, but... They are tough, but like, yeah, they, tough. they play on the hardest surf- surface in That's the true. world with blades in their feet. Oh, yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, we, we respect hockey players. Oh, yeah. Uh, hockey, hockey players rugby, respect. those guys. Yeah, so, bro. like, what, what brought you to UK? Um, I actually got recruited to come play here. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I was wondering, because... Like the rugby team is club, right? Yeah, so we're that's, club. What I was, that's what I was thinking. But we actually treat it as a varsity. Okay, um, we that's have awesome. three practices a week with game days on Saturdays. Usually we travel, we play all SEC teams. So we we just played um, like Tennessee and Georgia. Um, so we'll play a lot of. So, how, so, so, so tell us about those games. Tell, how the Georgia and Tennessee games? So we whooped up on them. Um, Tennessee actually <laughs> kept us pretty close. Uh, but because we beat Tennessee, we're now ranked number one in the SEC. Mm. And since we've been, we've kind of, we also wrecked up on Mississippi State. We beat them like 65-0. Um, and after that and our success from last year, uh, the guys who do the rugby report actually put us at fifth in the nation right now. Dang. Wow. The nation. That's That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So So, I guess scoring, 65 sounds like a lot, but I have no idea how the scoring works, so... It's really similar to football. Okay. Uh, okay. So when we score, we actually have to get it in the try zone. But just because I cross the line in the try zone doesn't mean I've scored. I actually have to place the ball down. So if I cross the try line and someone comes in and tackles me and I I cough the ball up, I don't score. It's a turnover. It's their ball. Or if I'm going to if I'm going to score and they slide under and they put their hands under and then, and stop the ball from hitting the ground, it's actually a turnover and it's their ball again. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> that's crazy. So that's actually yeah, that's... where football got their touchdown mm-hmm. is because in rugby you touch the ball down on the ground. So oh, that's, that's how that's interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's that why in football sense. it's called a touchdown, but you don't yeah, touch it. But on you the don't ground. have to touch the ground. And then is it like six points for a touchdown? So that's a that's a five points, which five is called points. a try. Okay. And try. then wherever you place it on the field. So if I place it dead center of the field, which is why you'll see a lot of guys like when they get in the try zone, they go to the to go to the center and place it down because wherever you place it, you kick it. Okay. You, like 22 meters out, you'll kick it. Oh, so it's kind of strategically like placing on the ground, and then that's where yeah. You kick if it you're way up to the left, oh, okay. it's a harder kick. Exactly. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Makes so like, if you place, so you want to place towards the center, so it's a straight on kick. But if you place it all the way in the corner, which sometimes that's the only way you can score, then your kicker has to kick it from all the way from the sideline. It's a way harder kick. Okay. But once they get the conversion, that's two points. So then it's seven points. So it's five to seven points. So it's really similar to football. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. And like, what what is a normal scoring game for you all. But is it about sixty five? Um yeah, our offense is very strong. We have uh we have the number one SEC player um last year. Like he he's on our team. We have a re- we had a recruiting class of twelve uh kids come in and they're all like top team top players in the nation for high school. Um Dang, that's awesome. So like we've been recruiting very heavily and been able to build a strong team, so our offense is very strong. So our our scores tend to run up really high. So it's like sixty five to like three, sixty five <laughs> to ten, and then once you play a good team, it'll be like thirty five twenty. Okay, thirty. Oh, wow. Still, 
So what? When is the next game at home? Is, like, is there a game? At home? Is the MTSU game at home or is it no? Home? Sadly, we're playing MTSU at uh, MTSU. Um, and our last home game was against Lindenwood Belleville last weekend. Okay, which they were ranked six in the nation. Really? Uh, we ended up losing to them, but we had to start five freshmen due to injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all right. We're, we were going to take a loss this year, so I'm happy we got it out of the way now and not nationals. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I mean, that's definitely. exactly right. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we're able to now test out our freshmen, see how they're going to do, see, see, you know, they all stepped up. So Yeah. Did they play pretty well? Yeah, they played very well. So I'm, now I'm happy to be able to take them as, a, as like, you know, subs because oh, in yeah. rugby, once you get subbed off, you're not allowed back on. Oh, okay. So, yeah. oh, so that's like that's like so- like professional that's soccer. soccer yeah. So okay. like once, so I really have to give it everything I have. But if I'm gassed at sixty, I have to come off because you know I'm a wasted space at that point. But I have to know that my teammate's going to come in and make a good impact. Definitely. Yeah. So, which luckily now that we have a strong class, I'm I'm very very confident. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I mean, here. especially with that, like that helps just to know exactly like you said, someone strong is going to come in for you because yeah. you you I mean obviously you want to have confidence in your teammates. But to like see them play well against the number six team in the nation and know that they're going to be strong, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and awesome. I mean, just two years ago when I when I first joined, um, we won two games, and like, really? I moved around to like six different positions. We had like yeah, we were an awful team. We were one of the worst in the SEC. Um, and then two years later, we go on to win the SEC championships. Oh my gosh! And make it to the final four in nationals. We talk about awesome. with our women's soccer team. Turning it around, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. been seen with our UK rugby team. I mean, it, it can happen. It can happen. Yeah, they play like soccer what? Teams going through a little bit of a rough patch right now, but they you can, won't play right now. A lot of potential. They've got yeah. a lot of freshmen and sophomores, so they can they we, can be pretty well. We looked it up the other day. Playing time this year, they have like twenty four players, and I think nineteen are freshmen and sophomores. Okay. I saw crazy. Like I saw their tryouts because we had to go set up our field before. Yeah. They had like three full teams like trying out. They had so many girls out there. Wow, I'm excited to see where their program can go. Oh yeah, it could be really. It could be real good. You guys, you guys about to take over the sports world. <laughs> it Dude, is. We already are. We, we yes. already are. We're just gonna keep going. Rugby, soccer, football, basketball. Uh, I know baseball is gonna be rifle good. team. Rifles number one. Even our Hockey, debate team is hockey's number one. Killing it. Hockey's killing it. Like our our athletics right now are insane. And then the. the Debate team is number one in the nation, so we're what? a school school as well, no not way. just a yeah. sports yeah. school. We beat we like had a meet recently. I, I think they're called meets. I don't, I don't know what they're called, <laughs> but we beat Harvard, Dartmouth, and Northwestern all like in the same like event. <laughs> what? Yeah. No way! Shout out to our UK debate team. True. Amen. You're killing it. Yeah. Porter knows. <laughs> it is so cool. So we talked about rugby. We talked about sports. Now I want to talk about like. Like, did you play any other sports in high school? Uh, what's your major in? I guess what year you're in? Uh, just any, like, more personal things going on. Yeah. Um, so I mainly, in high school, I played football and then joined rugby and then just stuck with rugby. Because once I started playing, after my first game, I fell in love with it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't get enough of it. So uh, played pretty much from then on. Uh, ended up coming to UK. Uh, so I'm, I'm here studying agriculture economics. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so um, hopefully we can feed the world when we're older. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's bad. ideal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm going to be a senior this year, but I uh, I added a minor so I can stay next year because for college rugby, you, you get five seasons to play. Okay. And I am not ready to give it up. Mm. Okay. <laughs> as much as I love hurts, that. As much as it hurts, I'm coming out every day. I love that. That's awesome to hear. Um, so do you have any aspirations to play professionally? 
Um, not at the point, not at the time right now, um, because USA Rugby is just now developing a professional league. Like, okay. They just got it uh, last year. Uh, but the rule is if you play professionally, you can't come back and play college. Uh, so I'm going to finish out my college career. No, oh, yeah, definitely. And then see where it goes, see where I can get a job, and see if there's, you know, a uh, like a club there that I can go play. There's men's leagues all around the nation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to keep playing. Like, I'm not going to stop, depending on if, you know, I play at a really high level or not. But I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep playing. Yeah, I feel I that. Well, Porter, if you go professionally... We will always be the first ones to interview you. Sweet. <laughs> That's all that I care about now. We've got it. That goes down to history books. <laughs> so we, we discussed a lightning round. Yeah. We can do that real quick. You want to ask the first question? We can try it. All so, right. Well, we'll, 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 talk, we'll explain it real quick. Yeah, we'll explain it. So basically, we're just going to ask Porter a lot of random questions, and we're, he's going to answer it as quickly as he can. Yep. So that's, that's the lightning round. Yeah, Not a lot to explain. Not a lot to explain. All right. Or your first question, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Coke? That's Celebrity crush. Ariana Grande. Wow. Ooh. That was quick. Nice. That's interesting. Nice. I, like I mean, that. even though she's going through a rough patch yeah. right now, man, she could sing to me every day. That's, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He was ready for that. He just thought about that. Favorite name brand cereal? Man, you know, I love the Honey Nut Cheerios. Classic. Oh, yeah. Stick with the classics. Yeah. Nice. That's, I'm not much of a sugar guy. Mm, I feel that. Favorite movie? Invictus. It's a rugby movie? Yeah. I almost it. referenced that with you, but I was like, you know, maybe I'm pushing it a little bit, yeah. a little much, because yeah. it, it, talking about rugby. Well, it's got a little backstory. It's got a lot of history to it. It's yeah. a good movie. It's a really yeah, good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Morgan Freeman killed it. <laughs> yeah, he did. Pretty uh, Favorite genre of music? Rap, but not not mumble rap. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. Not the, not the modern day. Or you're, awesome. you're a boy. <laughs> you're a boy. <laughs> All these answers so far have been great. Opinion on LeBron since you're Ooh. from Cleveland. Ooh. Okay, so he's got to get this bread, obviously. Mm. Yeah, obviously. Um, but we are pretty sad that he left. He did bring us a championship, so I'm very happy with that, and that was amazing. And I will for, that, that goes down in history forever as the greatest comeback in history. Like, yeah. were you in Cleveland? I was in Cleveland. I was downtown when it happened. Oh, that's like, awesome. I was downtown for every single game. Dang. It was crazy. That's Absolutely awesome. Crazy. So, like, you know, thank you, LeBron, for giving us that. But why'd you have to leave? <laughs> I mean, I Cleveland's decision, I guess. Bro. Yeah, exactly. So, I hope the best for him, but go Cavs. I love that. I like that you're a true fan. Yeah. You excited about Colin Sexton? Yeah, we'll see what he can do. Um, We've seen that he can score on a one on five before. He really yeah. had to do it last year. I mean, he's he's dirty, but you know we'll see if he turns into another Kyrie or not. You know, yeah. that's yeah. basically what we're looking for. The Kyrie right. situation had to be tough. Oh, that was the most wrenching thing. And then you get Isaiah Thomas with like a bad hit. <laughs> and then he plays yeah. like twelve games. Well, then we get a whole brand new team that doesn't even go into the playoffs. Like, yeah. like yeah. that entire team wasn't there for the playoffs, and we traded all we traded Kyrie for that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Kyrie didn't want to be there, but. That has to just hurt because I feel like it was a big LeBron thing. So then, like, Kyrie, if he just if he just stuck it out for one year, if Dan Gilbert was just like, we're not trading you because we don't think LeBron's coming back, you might still have Kyrie right now. That's just... Yeah. But we, can, we don't have to talk about the Cavs anymore. No. Yeah, we don't have to talk about the Cavs. Yeah. They're, right. they're not going to be relevant for, for a while. Someone said it's going to be Kevin Love era, and that made me really disappointed. I'd love to see Minnesota Kevin Love back. 
I think it's gone. I think it's gone. I think it's gone. Yeah. The, be, the best you saw was him and LeBron. Yep. That's so true. Put oh, him in the corner. <laughs> Just throw him in the corner and LeBron him. All right. Proceed with the lightning round. Uh, favorite, I guess, favorite rapper right now. Favorite rapper right now. I mean, I love Chance the Rapper. Oh. Uh, I'm waiting for that next album. Yeah. I've heard he's coming out with one with Childish Gambino. What? Supposedly. I thought Childish Gambino retired. I don't think so. Supposedly, they've been thinking about making that something. would be yeah. Dirty Dangles. But apparently, at so my roommate Nathan went to a Childish Gambino concert, and he apparently ref, like said at one point that this is probably his last tour ever. Dang. So Porter has has some good information there. So who knows? Maybe he can still make music, but just won't go on tour. I think out of anybody, Chance has the best chance of bringing Gambino back out. Absolutely. I would say out of anyone, that's probably the only guy he'll work with. He's to come out of retirement. Let's see. This is a random one. Cheez-Its or Goldfish? Mm. That's weird. Cheez-Its. It's It's the right answer. Yeah. That's the right answer. I gotta go with Goldfish. Really? What? I just think they're better. Mm. Now, okay, so whales or Goldfish? Whales. What are whales? Uh, That's a great answer. Whales are horrible. Whales are awful. Don't ever eat them. They're like Goldfish, but like... We'll give you diabetes after five because it's got so much salt and just oh nasty. Diabetes after five. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, man. Yeah, they're right. pretty terrible. Got to think of one last question. What would it be? Okay. If you could go professional in any other sport, not rugby, what would it be? Hmm. Not rugby or football. Okay. Because you play football. This is going to be way out of left field, but uh, professional BMX. I, dude, I'm here for that. Yeah. That's dope. So, That's awesome. I actually was a professional BMX rider for like a really small stint um, when I was like thir- thirteen to fifteen. Really? Yeah. Uh, I had a I had a bike sponsor. Like I got free bikes all the time. I got free clothes. I had a clothing sponsor. That's um, crazy. And I performed in over seventeen professional shows. Really? Yeah. So, so like, did you meet any like big guys? Like oh, yeah. honestly, the first name that comes to mind is Travis Pastrana. But I think he does more he is a, dirt bikes, right? Like yeah. Matt Hoffman. Yeah, Matt yeah. Hoffman. Um, I've met Matt Hoffman before. That's uh, awesome. I've met Travis Pastrana before. Uh, luckily, I'm really blessed that my dad was able to go on and run medical for all like X Games and all that stuff. So oh, that's awesome. I got the opportunity to just like ride, with, like hang around with him. Yeah. So I got to meet these really cool guys. But Dang. I didn't do any of the work. It's all my dad. Dang. No, that's awesome though. Hey, that's like great. seriously. Yeah. But but seeing that stuff firsthand was like I. That's what I want to do. So I actually went up and and like did it. And I did like one of my shows in front of seven thousand people when I was thirteen. Gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a what a first what a first guest. Yeah. Awesome. We have no we, idea. We have just unwrapped so much. <laughs> About Porter, and this I love it. Awesome. Well, right, I, I have one last sports okay. question. Okay, one last question. Browns fan, of course. Yes, I'm a Browns fan. <sighs> I love you some Baker. I love you some Baker. Dude, Baker. Baker is the truth. We just got to keep him healthy. That is the problem with the Browns. Is we're a graveyard for quarterbacks. Oh yeah, we kill them. We've seen the jersey. We've all seen the jersey. Yeah, the jersey. Yeah. The jersey keeps going. Where it's, it's like, like it's like scraping the floor. Oh, it's yeah. on the floor, and I think it's like gone for like ten feet. Um, it's embarrassing. It's like a king's like coat. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, dude, I've never had an NFL team, and right before the draft, I told myself, whichever team Baker Mayfield goes to, I will be a fan of that team. And he got drafted to the Browns. So this year, I'm on the Browns train. All right. Well, we've already won two games, so I'm happy with the Browns. I love That's it. more than we've done the past two years. You've doubled, yeah, you've doubled your win total, right? Yeah. 
Unfortunately, <laughs> that might be a Hugh Jackson stand for another year. Uh, oh, maybe not. Did you see Hard Knocks? No. Oof. One of the best moments in Hard Knocks, and we'll, we'll, we can go after this because we're approaching, I think, about 25 minutes. So he was sitting in like the, the room, like meeting, and uh, this guy, Todd Haley, was like giving him suggestions, and basically he was saying, this is my seat. This is my seat as the head coach. Whenever you get this seat, you can make suggestions. Oh, but you until then, you're not allowed to. And I was like, it might be time for him to leave. <laughs> it, was, it was hard yeah. to watch. We'll he see what the Browns It's very high school-esque, but oh, the Browns yeah. are looking good. Every Baker game, Mayfield's the truth. Yes. Every He's game, you guys are close. Every guy, game is a battle. You've almost tied three times now, which is probably the craziest thing I've ever seen. If you also had 0-0-2... That'd be crazy. <laughs> Dude, There's that Saints game though was that was tough with that kicker. Dude, oh we gosh. just keep losing by just one play. It's like or one, a bad call. One thing. It's better than getting blown out though. I, I yeah, guess it hurts more, but it's better than getting. Yeah, blown but out. we're we're almost there. Yeah, yeah you're right. You guys on are the cusp. Getting better. On the yeah. cusp, and the AFC North is kind of dropping because Joe Flacco is not very good. Ben Roethlisberger's on the clock, and the Bengals could very easily go two and ten every year. Yeah. Well, not two and ten, but. You know. They're struggling. But but anyways, that's probably it. Porter, thank you. For thank you for having me guys. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. This was great. This was great. Great first guest. Great time. Anything you wanna anything you wanna plug real quick? Like what's going on? Like games coming up? Personal Twitter, Instagram, team Instagram and Twitter, uh, all of it. Follow the team Instagram at UKRFC. It's rugby football club. Okay. Um and I mean that's yeah, that's about it. Go UK rugby and uh, we'll be back next season. I love it. All right, go UK Rugby. All right, good job, boys. Go Cats. Go Cats.